welcome to or welcome back to start somewhere i'm brooklyn (laughs) (laughs) sorry i'm brooklyn Okay, so last week we had an awesome conversation with Nico and his point of view of living in Romania his whole life and just how, like, communism affected him. It was so, so cool to listen to his story and it was really just almost inspiring. Yeah, it kind of, like, put me in my place, like... Yeah, like, how good we have it in America. And I also want to apologize for how terrible the audio (laughs) sounded. Yeah. We had major technical difficulties. (laughs) We didn't realize till after the fact, and so, yeah. Yeah, so we apologize for that, but this one is going to be way better. (laughs) Okay, so I'm Piper, and this week we are talking about the tragedy of fires that we have had these past couple weeks um we got some of our closest friends and family to come and talk about um their perspective on what happened and like their stories because our friends were directly hit and affected by the fire so um we just want to thank y'all for coming out and talking on here. Yes. It means a lot to us. And um, and we just want to get everyone's point of views like, yes. of the fires and just make, like, awareness yes. of just how bad it was yeah. for because, those Because, like, who the news it. doesn't really, like, Like, you see it, it on the news and you're like, okay, but this is the actual people's yeah, stories. And their stories, yeah. The truth, yeah. So, with that being said, here is our first... Oh, hold up. We are interviewing Macy McGaha, Cooper Hayes, and Robin Hayes. And they are absolutely amazing. So, our first up is Macy. Hey guys, we are here with our first interview about the fires. And we have a very special guest. It's Macy. (laughs) Hey guys. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll ask you like a couple questions and go over your story, like what you were doing that day and just everything related to the fire. So, so basically how did your day start the day of the fire? Was it just a normal day? Like did anything feel different or like what was going on? So like it started out as every other normal day, you know? And the funny thing is, is, like, I was thinking, man, like, this is a good day, and, right. like, the weather was warm, the sun was shining, I had just picked up my nephew from school, 40 miles away from here, mm-hmm. and we had our sunroof open, and just, I was thinking, man, it's almost summer, like, the vibes are here. Yeah. Yes. It and was then, such a pretty day. And that yes. was literally our first good day this year. Yes, and then yeah. in the span of about 15 minutes, it did a complete switch yeah that's insane so like where were you like whenever you find like found out there was like a fire so i was sitting at my sister's house babysitting my two nephews and i get a call from my oldest sister and she's Mm -hmm. like hey like she's all panicky you know and i'm thinking what is wrong and she's like mom just called me like i'm leaving work uh they're evacuating carbon and I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, I haven't heard anything. And so I like, as I'm on the phone with her, I'm looking at Snapchat and I'm seeing just videos of like smoke and fire. And I'm like, 
what? Yeah. And she was like, we got to go. Like, we're going to evacuate. I don't know what the plan is for you, but just, like, stay there with the boys until we tell you otherwise, you know. So I get off the phone, and, of course, my nephew's like, what's wrong? I'm like, "Mm, nothing. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. Well, my other sister calls me that's a nurse Mm -hmm. and she's like hey I'm leaving work right now like we've got to go try to help mom evacuate the house mind you this is like an hour drive and my brother-in-law calls me I'm just sitting here phone call after phone call and he's like hey I'm headed home like just stay there with the boys and I'm thinking oh my gosh and then I like get on the phone with my other sister she's like actually mom doesn't even think that my brother-in-law is gonna make it there in time like the fire's like, coming that fast. Fire. Yeah. And like then I talked to my other sister at some point and she's like, We just loaded grandmother in the car, like mom's trying to grab as many important documents that we have and like mm-hmm. taking stuff out of our safe. Like I think the top of our list was documents, pictures and guns. Yeah. yeah. That, that that would be mine <laughs> yeah, too. <laughs> Those guns were pretty important. Yes. And because we had them in a safe. And my mom was just going to leave them in the safe. And my brother-in-law was like, mm, I don't think that's a good idea. They'll, you know, if the fire rolls through here. So that was at the top of her list. No clothes, nothing, like no important other items. It was, yeah. Yeah. you know, pictures, documents. Well, like guns are super expensive and they aren't insured. Like, yeah, yeah. it's hard to get a good new gun. And mm-hmm. like, yeah. So but that's, yeah. still in the back of my head, I was like, you know, like, this happens a lot in carbon. Like, we've had to evacuate our f- fair share, and it's never rolled through. So, mm-hmm. surely, surely it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, ten minutes later, and, like, I've meanwhile, I've got, you know, you texting me and calling me. Yeah. I, my phone's blowing up. All my friends are like, where are you? Like, are you at home? Like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. Like, I'm not there. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, is it really this bad? Yeah. Because, you know, I'm not here. Yeah, I can't see what's no going idea. on. And... I end up, they call me and they're like, take the boys, you know, to our family friend's house in Seenville. They'll help you keep them. Like, there's no need in you driving this way because the roads are blocked off, you know. So I am driving in Stephenville, mind you, which is 40 minutes away, and I can just see clouds of smoke. Dang. Like, it looks like clouds, but it's just all the smoke where I know where carbon is. And I'm like this is bad like, like this is bigger than this you is like, bad is that the moment you knew like, like it was actually gonna when i be tell bad? you i thought i was gonna throw up in my car oh. like it just was nauseating of like it kind of hits you of yeah this is real yeah yeah and like i you know trying to hold myself together because i've got my two nephews trying to act like nothing's happening and I'm on the phone, and my sister's like, they think, they're like almost 95% sure it's about to wipe out the whole town of Carbon. Like, yeah. that's, it's just this long line. And I'm like, okay, like, it's fine. I'm just going to pray. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting yeah. there praying, driving. Right. You know, and then you call me and got me the update. That's yeah. how I knew it was going on. And, like, then, I was freaking out for you because I'm like, is Macy home? Like, yes. Because... For all I knew, like, y'all could have been trapped because Cooper was trying to escape, too, at that point. Well, and that's the thing is they weren't, like, they they were knocking on doors and telling people to get out. And oh, once okay. people were leaving, there was no coming back in. Oh. And, like, my mom and them had somehow got back in and were trying to get one of our tractors that wasn't insured. Mm-hmm. And I actually was talking with her today, you know, kind of asking her more about it, you know, like, could you see the flames? And she was like, oh, Macy. She was like, it was hot. 
she was like, like, you could feel it, like there was a heater coming. Oh and of course, gosh. like my aunt was with her and they're trying to get it. They couldn't get it out. And she was like, honestly, if we could have even got it out, I don't think the track, the tractor would have drove fast enough to outrun the flames that were oh coming. It was that fast? It was like, that close? It was that oh, close. Wow. It was moving that fast that they just were like, we've got to get out of here. Yeah. And like, apparently that was the same case for other people. It was like you got to go like within now. seconds yeah you know opening the gates to let our horses out you know because mm-hmm. we couldn't load them up there wasn't any time so y'all just opened the gates for y'all's horses mm-hmm. could y'all like did y'all ever find them we afterwards? did actually like the thing with like carbon is you know everyone kind of knows to just help your neighbor right. out and someone was like hey i think y'all's horses got pinned up with someone else's and sure enough they were there oh that's so, awesome that's that, good. that was good yeah yeah. But, um, so, like, afterwards, so when the fire came, how, like, soon did you, like, find out, like, if your house was, like, burned or okay? Or yeah. Yeah. So, that was, like, the waiting process of, like, phone call, you know, phone call. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, is it still there? And my sister was like, I don't know. You know, and we're just seeing, like, all of this on social media of, like, what it looks like. And then, like, it was kind of a back and forth the way the wind was changing. My mom was like, oh, it might miss us barely. No, it's going to wipe us out. You know, back and forth. And I was like, well, I want to, I need to know, like, as soon. And I had a friend on the fire department. I was like, hey, like, if you're out there, can you let me know? And he actually was about to head out there. He was like, I'll drive by and let you know. Yeah. Well, five minutes I get a call from my sister mm-hmm. and she's like and I step outside because I don't want anyone to hear and she was like so it just got all the barns it got our house it got our sister's house and like just I dropped in this driveway of just like you know your whole yeah. world just comes crashing down and you're mm-hmm. like you know you don't know what to think it's like where do we go from this yeah you know and then my friend texted me a little bit later and he was like Macy I'm so sorry oh wow and I was just like it, it didn't feel real I was in shock mm-hmm. but it's like our family farm that my grandfather spent his whole life into yeah it's just gone like within seconds yes and it was like you know my mom facetimes me because they after it kind of rolled through mm-hmm. they got in there and we're driving around and like it looked like a war zone yeah. That's insane. That's what Brooklyn and I kind of thought, too, when we went through Carbon um, the next day just to see if we could help or anything. It literally looked like we were in the apocalypse or something. Yeah, because, like, looked bad. I would say this was at, like, 7 o'clock, maybe. So the sun was kind of going down, but was still up. But it was just, like, patches of little fire around, and then everything's black. Mm-hmm. Oh, my god. And, like, you know, no buildings are standing around. And it was just, like, my little town you know, that I grew up in, right? that was just like, you know, springtime was, it was the most beautiful, and now it's just like scorched. Yeah, yeah. just black and There's like nothing, yeah. Yeah. Like, it was like a dreadful feeling, almost is the best I can explain it. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. this is real life, because it felt like a movie. Yeah. As it was happening. It like, really did. It wasn't real, and then it hits you, and it's like, like this... This is the type of stuff that you see on the news for those people, and you're like, oh, that's awful. Like, I feel so bad, and you never think it's going to happen to you. And yeah. then it, until it And does. it happens real yeah. fast. Yeah. 
That is so crazy. And, like, especially since, like, you weren't there. Like, you had no idea what was going on. Yeah. So, like, were you... What you were expecting to come back to, was it worse than that? Or... Like, how were your your expectations? So, I mean, my expectations were very low. Mm -hmm. And then I met with my mom before we drove out there, you know, so we could drive together. And she was like, I just want you to prepare yourself now because it's really bad. And I was like, okay, so I'm, you know, we're driving from Eastland and I'm just thinking of the worst. And I what I imagined wasn't even close to actually how bad it was. Wow. And, like, you know, you're driving into town and you see people just standing, looking at what's left of their house. You know, and we drive, we drive by my sister's and seeing what she worked hard for, like, start bawling. Aww. And then we come around the corner and I see, like, where our barns used to be and there's nothing. Yeah. And then I just see the chimney standing of our brick house and it was just, like what do we do yeah you know and of course my sisters are all there and we step out and everyone's just crying just staring at like where we spent christmas and thanksgiving since we were little kids it was like you know where did it all go yeah wait so your house was made out of brick right right and it burned down that really surprises me because i was i was noticing most houses that were like brick or rock would like stay up and was your barn metal, too? Mm-hmm. All three of them. Oh, that's that just shows you how hot the fire was. Yeah. Because it was extremely windy that day, too. And there, yeah, and it was hot outside, and the fire just kept coming. Like, it was a never-ending thing. Like, when we tell you that the firefighters had 0% contained until, like, the next day... Not kidding. They didn't have they didn't have it under control at all, and it just kept moving so fast. And like that was the scary thing of the damage it had already done, mm-hmm. and they're already like trying their hardest to fight that off. It's like, well, it's headed towards these other towns. Like, what are we gonna do to help them? You know, we've got Eastland and all these surrounding towns helping us, but if it gets to them, then what are we gonna do? Yeah. yeah. So. Like, afterwards, like, did y'all have, like, a plan in place of what y'all were gonna do, or, like, Like how you were gonna, like, where your parents are gonna live, because you live at college or whatever. Right. So. So, I mean, my whole family lives in this area, Mm -hmm. you know, we're in a 40-mile diameter radius, whatever you call it, and so I have an aunt that lives out towards Lake Leon, which is between Eastland and Carbon, kind of. And that was, that's always the plan, is if anything happens, we go there. If anything happens, she comes here. Right. Well, we're taking stuff there, you know, and then her house gets endangered yeah. because oh. another fire popped up. Yeah, because they were evacuating carbon, and then soon after, they were evacuating the lake. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so then it was like, well, wait, don't unload anything because her house might get burned down. So, that was kind of, it was chaotic in that situation. I mean, we have another option of my sister, but my whole family can't fit in there. Right. So, it was kind of like, I don't know where we're going to end up. We got to wait until yeah. these fires get done. But um, now the situation is, thankfully, we had a rent house that oh, the firemen, so that's where they're staying for now. Yeah. But it's kind of just a temporary, Yeah. Yeah. you know. And, like, your house was, like, insured, so are y'all still, like, waiting to get that, um, 
like the insurance money and stuff. You know, we went through that process these past couple days, and now it's just the cleanup mm-hmm. process. But you know, we get those questions of like, are y'all gonna stay? Like, are y'all gonna rebuild? Or you can or always move to rebuild, a different town. You know? Yeah. And I think the thing about being from here, it's like you've built a family here. You know, you've made lifelong friends. And, of course, my mom's got three daughters of different age ranges, so she knows so many people. It's like, why would I want to move away from all of this? Yeah. Right. And especially seeing how much Carbon and the community helped each other in that yeah. situation. Right. So is all of the help that has been offered and, like, everything kind of overwhelming? Or, like, how does it make you feel? It It's overwhelming, yes. That's, like, a perfect word for it. But, like happy tears yeah yeah like it crying there's been so much crying but it's of just like the generosity that everyone has shown us Mm -hmm. and just like you know the first day after these fires you know they do the churches here you know companies were bringing in cases of water for the firefighters and food for the families and then just like random people Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know fill up their car and are just dropping it off and it's like oh my gosh like the support and this is a few hours after it happened. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, like, we we got a couch, and I'm like, Macy, you need to take this couch. It's, <laughs> yes. it's, it's awesome. <laughs> and, like, oh, my gosh, that thing was so huge moving in that tiny rent house. But, like, <laughs> I swear my mom has been like, you make sure you get up there and thank Brooklyn for, like, looking out for us. And, I mean, that's, that's a prime yeah. example of just, like, Brooklyn, you know, she's like, do you need this? Do you yes. need this? That's just how all of our friends have been there like yeah what do you need we'll go buy it and yeah. it's like the whole like, community that's like all these surrounding towns around carbon i feel like that's how everybody's been like there's been stacks of waters so high like it'd be taller than us right like not exaggerating and like people from lubbock are bringing hay bales like there's been hay bales everywhere and people are just the other day someone came to the church and dropped off um like clothes, clothes and, and stuff, stuff from Rio Vista, which is like two hours away. In a yeah, like it's amazing. And like <laughs> right now, I've got three full tubs of clothes in the back of my car because we don't know what to do with it. Like yeah. there has been so much stuff donated, and like I can't even come up with words to express like the thankfulness that I have yeah. for like this community and just like the surrounding Texans, like that are just kind of banded together because like. It makes you proud to be a Texan. Yes. It really does. Well, because they understand, you know, what it's like to love your neighbor and, like, the ranching lifestyle. And I feel like Texas is still one of the states that's very, like, all about God and stuff. And though this really bad thing has happened to our community, um, like, God has still been in the midst of all of it. And, like, all this... All the um, helpfulness and, like, the generosity. <laughs> You're going somewhere else. Yes. <laughs> all this, like, all the loving that these people have been is, like, pure God. And that's the thing of, like, you know, my mom, like, a pure angel. And, like, she's been the one to remind me of this in all this situation when I've barely even lost anything, you know. Right. She lost her home and, like all this but she's still like you know god has a plan you know this i don't know what it is yet but god has a plan and like these few days after because when it happened i was like why would he let that happen you know to so many like people who are trying to just be good and faithful servants you know and like as every day goes by i'm like 
okay, I see. I see what you're doing. I, yeah. I see, you know, you're bringing these people together, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. And so in all of this, you can just see that he's working on this community yes. and he's working through these people. Yes. Yeah, and you can see, like, the light in the midst of the storm. Yes. It's so, like, even hurting people are helping other hurting people. Yes. Like, right. even you were checking on, like, other people and, like, just everyone who, like, People who have lost everything are still helping others, like y'all. And, like, I'll say the thing that I've heard and seen the most, and especially from my family, is, like, when people are like, what what can we do for y'all? What do y'all need? Is people are answering their, like, prayers. Just pray, you know, for this community and that these people will make it out of this, you know. Mm -hmm. This whole time, the only thing, like, I couldn't help but think that there's going to be a greater purpose for all of this. Like, um, I've... I feel like God's going to do something big in our community, and I don't know, I feel like something great is going to happen out of this. And it could show other people, like, God's works. Like, if they just lost everything, and then everyone's pouring out love to them, and it's like, like, God is here. I feel like the hay fields are going to grow back better, the grass is going to grow back greener, like, everything is going to be... Well, and I think, I mean, people are already close in this, like they're the true definition of like you know dropping everything to help out someone in need like especially now Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just bringing people that much closer and you know showing and this is something that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life you know how much support people have shown me it's like I want to do that for other people yeah right yeah that's like absolutely amazing it really makes me proud to be from here and be from Texas because I don't I just, everybody around our entire state has been so loving to our tiny, tiny little community. It's, like, it's truly amazing, and it's just, like, people want to help so bad. Like, Mm -hmm. even when you kind of turn it down, you're like, no, we're fine, you know, because you kind of, it humbles you. It's like, I don't want to feel needy, but it's like, we just lost everything, so people are like, no, like, I'm going to get you something. They show up at your door, and whether it's a meal or just a hug, it's like. like just thank you yeah and I'm like I'm like so sorry like all of that happened but I'm so happy all of y'all are safe and okay right that Uh, and that was our number one thing of like yes it it's really sad but we didn't lose anybody in our family yeah we're all still here and that's true at the end of the day what made our house so special you know we still have the memories we still have the people who made that place special we'll just you know, make like it at a peop- new place. The people are the home. Right. Like, yeah. It's a house, but we're the home. That's yeah. beautiful. I love that. Yep. Yeah. Is there anything more, like, you want to say or um, just any last words? Basically, like, if anyone who has helped, you know, and just reached out a hand, if they're listening to this, just, like, a huge thank you, not only from me and my family, but from everyone affected, like, they will not understand how much it really means to all of us and just let this be a lesson you know Mm -hmm. love and help your neighbor yeah well thank you so much macy thank you macy Mm -hmm. i did have chills the whole time (laughs) yeah i still have them (laughs) thank y'all so much for having me yeah we we really appreciate you we are here with another interview We are interviewing Cooper Hayes, and he was another fire victim. Um, He was one of the lucky ones, but he'll tell you all about it in his story. 
But Cooper, would you like to introduce yourself, tell a little bit about yourself, tell people hi, where you're from, etc. Hi, I'm from Eastland. My name's Cooper. I was a fire victim, and I don't know why Brooklyn's talking in that reporter accent, but um, here we Thank are. Thank you. <laughs> it's a good reporter accent. I'm Thanks. Not lie. But um, where do you now, go to school? Uh, uh, Tarleton State University. It's about forty minutes southeast of where I live in Eastland. So, how did your day start? The day that the fires started. How how did you begin your day? Just like a normal everyday. Or did, uh, did it feel off? I think it was a normal everyday day. Everyday day, 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 you know. What time did you do know a guesstimation of, like, when you got the call that things were going south? I think it was around 3. Well, actually, the fire was heading east, but, you know. Um, so what were you doing all day? Like, yeah, did you like have what? school, work? I was doing homework, actually. I was working on, I think, pre-cal. Yeah. And... Then Grayson Sparkman uh, texted me on Snapchat because he couldn't get me get a hold of me. He said, "Hey, there's a big fire behind y'all's house. You'll probably you should probably head over here." So I called my parents and they were hustling like in like just hurrying to try to get back to the house because no one was at the house at the time. And um, so you so no one was at the house, and you got this news that there was a fire, and you didn't know where it was, right? Yeah. So I kind of had an idea where it was because we've had fires in like the same way and every single fire that we have next to our house comes in the exact same way in in the exact same yeah. direction. So you were just trying to get there before your parents got there. No, I was trying to get there before the fire got there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping my parents would beat me there. Okay, yeah. Just you you just wanted to get there as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I went about 120 on the oh on the highway, Gosh. and <laughs> so I had my hazards on and my my brights and my my light bar and my fog lights. So everybody was moving out of the way for me. You had all that on? Yeah. <laughs> was it foggy like on the drive? Over? No, it was clear. There wasn't even smoke in Stephenville yet. Oh, so oh. you couldn't see anything? Yeah, no, I could no, see. Could. He I could. could see everything. But a few hours later, when I came, you couldn't. When I came. But you here. could see the smoke. Yeah, when I got to about Desdemona, which is about halfway through the drive. Yeah. Okay. So when you got home, what was like what was the first thing you did? Like Um, I jumped on the lawnmower and started cutting the grass as low as possible. <laughs> because no one was doing anything. So what so, were people doing? Yeah, what was everybody doing? Well, my mom was getting stuff out of the house, so she was doing stuff, but my dad wasn't even there yet because I beat him. He was from Brownwood, and he, he left before me, but his truck only goes 100, so I was I was giving him crap about how my V8 gas goes faster than his V8 Duramax diesel. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so when you – like, how did y'all get out of – was – the fire close to your house like how what was the time oh, span it was about from when you were cutting grass to when y'all left well i left about from stephenville i i left around three and i got it was a 40 minute drive and i got there in about 15 or 20 minutes oh my gosh. and so when i got there i could just see the smoke and it was about everyone that's listening to this podcast knows about carbon now so it was about probably 
three quarters of the way here from uh, carbon. So 75% on its way, like from carbon. And I could definitely see some of the flames. If I looked hard enough, I could see some, I could definitely see the smoke. It was really smoky and kind of a little hard to breathe. And then, so I jumped on the lawnmower and then shortly after my dad showed up and then some other friends showed up to help. And then, um, Preston Rose, um, kid I went to school with, uh, jumped on the other lawnmower and started mowing. And then my brother-in-law and all of them started, uh, getting on the, because they showed up, they got on the watering hoses and started watering everything down. And then... Did y'all, I figured, did y'all well, use anything, like, from the pool? Any water from the pool? Like, buckets of water? Just No, that wouldn't be very uh, efficient. Useful. That wouldn't be very efficient. Yeah. Too slow. Yeah. But um, I jumped off the lawnmower, and my dad got on the lawnmower, and I started going, because uh, I had to go help let out some cows. And we had been mowing and watering down stuff for about 30 minutes before the fire had about gotten there. And... When the fire was almost there, 30 minutes later, I got off the lawnmower. My dad jumped on the lawnmower, and uh, me and Baron uh, ran over to the pen next to my grandparents' house, which is about, uh, I'd say, 80 feet from my house, right? Yeah, like yeah, it's really close. Um, so we opened the pen, and the cows wouldn't get out. And then whenever you open that pen, it was like a wall of smoke. Um, and me and Baron were already, like, winded from running everywhere, trying to fix everything and uh, so when we went in there you could it it was hard to see it burned your eyes it burned your lungs and like the smoke yeah no no the air cooper (laughs) no i'm just kidding um so (laughs) me and baron remember telling each other that we were it was thick enough to like we were almost out to like about to pass out and then all of a sudden a big gust of wind came in and let us breathe and the cows finally got out and we just let them run because you know we didn't have enough time to load up a trailer so how did you get out like when y'all were leaving your house where was the fire at um when it was leaving it was about that time whenever we were about to leave our house so like right after y'all got the cows out y'all were gonna leave yeah and so the fire was basically there at that point, and um, I went to go grab my truck so I could, um, you know, load anything else up or tell everybody that it's time to go. And my dad, um, when when we uh, came back with my truck, my dad was um, right there when the fire was about 20 feet from the house. So the fire was literally 20 feet when y'all were leaving. Yes. <laughs> well like was it by your tank or like in y'all's field like y'all no it, it was in the yard oh it was in the yard yeah just oh, like wow. 20 feet from the house jeez <laughs> it was in the yard was the road blocked off like i'm, I'm getting there i'm getting there oh, okay. i'm getting there okay Okay. Were, so whenever you were leaving, were you expecting to come back to your house, yeah, or were you expect like what later. were you expecting whenever you left? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay. Let me let me tell okay. the story. Okay. Okay. So this is where it gets good. And so my dad didn't want to leave, and so Coach Morton, Baron's dad, was there, and he had to grab my dad by the neck, and uh, like drag him to to my dad's truck so that they could get out of there. Jeez. <clears throat> and 
So my dad thought it was a good idea to go down the road, even though I knew that there were flames on it. But, you know, he's my dad, so I got to listen to him, even though if it means going through death. (laughs) 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 So, you know, um, no, I, I love my dad. I was just kidding. But, you know, when you're in a situation like that, no matter how old you are, what experience you have, if you you can get into a certain situation to where it makes causes you not to think and that's what was happening to my dad so (laughs) we went down the road and i knew it was a bad idea and so my dad was leading down and we couldn't even see you could only see about 15 feet in front of you and from in a car's perspective that's not good and so so, was it just pure black smoke or was it like white smoke it was like gray okay gray a little bit of black and so my dad was in the front, my brother-in-law was second, and then I was third, and my mom was lagging behind a little bit in her Jeep. And so my dad slams on the brakes, and uh, my brother-in-law slams on the brakes. And at this point, like I couldn't even see them in front of me. I could only see their taillights, and I couldn't even see my dad's taillights at all. I could only see my brother-in-law's. And so I slammed on the brakes. I immediately threw it in reverse, and um, I knew my mom was coming in behind me because she was she was going way too fast and she was a little bit slow compared to us. And so she couldn't see a stop because of how far back she was. And so that's why I knew immediately to get over in the side of the ditch. Cause I know she was going to be coming in and probably hit one of us. So I had to swerve at about 40 miles an hour in reverse to Dodger. Jeez. At 40 miles per hour. Yeah. I was, I was reversing pretty fast. Oh, wow. Cooper. But uh, or thirty five miles per hour, and then in the end, after I finally dodged, I was maybe going about forty. Jeez. <laughs> but and then we stopped at the in the middle of the road where the fire hadn't gotten yet, and we looked at the road on both sides to get out, and there was no way they were both blocked off, and so we were like thinking we had to cut this fence, so like our neighbor's back, fence. So you only have two directions on your road. Uh, on your house like there's no other roads connecting to it so one was blocked off and then you went down the other way and the other one was blocked off well you looked down the other way you could oh you could see the smoke okay so you could we saw the flames me we were gonna go over there and then me and baron saw like you could see the flames we were like oh never mind yeah so y'all are literally trapped (laughs) yeah we were trapped but this is all like fast paced yeah we could feel it 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 felt hot everywhere you stood it was hot Okay. Were you scared, like, trying to get out? Yeah, were you scared? Yeah. Did you think you were going to die? Yeah, everyone did. Jeez. But, um, uh, if you don't think you're, there's a good chance of you dying in that situation, you're in denial, because you have to be real with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then it came to that point, we had to, we had to cut through our neighbor's fence to get out, and... Once we cut through that fence, um, we were basically home free, but we didn't know that yet because we didn't know where all the fire was because at some points the fire had passed us and we were kind of having to race it towards the lake and we were heading east. And so we finally got off our, I say neighbor, but he's really like, you know, our neighbor about a mile away because that's how it is out there. But so we finally got off of his land and got on the dirt road that we were trying to get onto from our small road from my house. <clears throat> and when we got there, 
Um, there was a cop waiting for us who escorted us out and I don't know why, but like I started getting like really mad because whenever the cop was escorting us out, there were two elderly couples like in really like just, um, kind of like SUV cars in front of us that would not move. And I honked at them and I started yelling at them cause I was mad cause that fire was coming. I didn't even care who they were. <laughs> Wait, they were, they were, were they driving or just sitting they in the were, middle of the road? They were basically sitting in the middle. They were going about five miles an hour and not Why? letting us move because they, they obviously weren't being like, they weren't paying attention. Oh. And it, it really made me mad. But at that point, yes, I, I thought there was no more house. You, yeah, yeah, you thought you your thought house, your was, house gone. was gone. Yeah, and then it makes it what makes it even worse is that um, whenever we went through the fence, it was only me and my brother-in-law's trucks that got out. So it was me, my brother-in-law, Baron, and uh, my brother-in-law's brother, um, Christian Martinez. Those were the only, Those were the only the vehicles that yeah, got out? Yeah, because my dad and my mom decided to go their own way because they thought that our way wasn't safe enough, but our way was the quickest. Oh, so y'all so got you separated. Didn't even know what no, we didn't. To your yeah, parents. until they finally called, and they took the slower way and the more dangerous way. Oh, I didn't know y'all got separated. I didn't either. I See, that's that's why same. it's not always good to listen to to adults yeah. <laughs> in situations like this. Yeah, I mean, so you went one way, and then. Another yeah. interview we're going to do is with... Adults are not always mom. right. That's moral yeah. of the story. So we'll get your mom's point of view. Because I thought... Because I don't know what happened to my mom. I don't know where she went. Were you scared, like, for them? No, I was, I was only thinking of myself. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, No, yeah, I was scared. Like, were you, like, scared to die? Like, did you think you were actually going to die, or did you think you were going to, like, get out? Did you have hope to get out, or, like... You just didn't know. How was your, like... I wasn't thinking about it. Yeah. I was in survival mode. Yeah, you are just like, get out of the fire. Yeah. Yeah. So, what happened... Tell it's us... It's when I... Oh, wait, no, go ahead. Tell us what happened to your house. Yeah, oh, is okay. Is it still standing? Somehow. <laughs> um, so, the house, the fire burnt up to it, and there's about a three three to two foot radius around the whole house of where there's um just <coughs> sorry unburnt grass and it's weird but in some points it even touched the house and there's not even any burn marks on the house and it was two houses it's my grandparents house and my house and my grandparents house is wood mine's brick and there's not even like any singe marks anywhere i thought that was so crazy i know like I, I literally went out there and looked at it, and his entire field is just everything black, around burnt. his house is completely like charred. And yes, it, there's there's his right house. up to his house, it goes burn marks all the way around yeah. it. Yeah, and then we had a propane tank that where we forgot to even cut the grass around it, so like the grass was like really tall. Yeah. And then we forgot to wet around it, too. And so it was really dry grass and really tall grass, but the fire just went around the propane tank and didn't even explode. Yeah, thankfully. The only explanation for that is literally God. God. Yeah. Like, it's or, almost Or it could just impossible. be luck. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's God. <laughs> so how, when when did you find out that your house was still standing? Like, around what time? Mm. So y'all got out. What time did y'all leave the house and get out? Just a guess. Uh, I'd say about five, maybe. And then yeah. we went to go meet at one of our... One of the friends that helped us, mm-hmm. uh, he he had a boat shop over there yeah. in Terry Rose. Um, so we met there, and that was about 
5.30, and then me and Baron after that went to go help at the Eastland, like, elementary school dome, you know, yeah. to, like, move water for everybody. And then uh, right after that, we found out that the my dad went back, and he saw that after the fire had passed that the houses are still there. That's good. That's awesome. So and weren't you excited? Yeah. yeah yes, I, rem- I remember I seeing Cooper. I was he was on the phone. having the time of his life, just smiling. I was on the phone <laughs> with Cooper when he found out that his house was still there. I mean, that's honestly such a relief. I know. Like, you leave, you just escape out of a fire, and you just assume you're and, not going to come yeah, back to anything. Like you're just going to have nothing. So I can imagine how happy you were. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about your feelings afterwards? It feels... It feels more real that my house burned down than it didn't. So in my mind, I guess I'm still subconsciously dealing with the fact that my house is gone. <laughs> but it's really not. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you tricked your brain, so. Yeah, you, yeah. like, made yourself believe your house was gone. Like, yeah, you just... so it would be easier to take when it was. Yeah. Than, like, if it was. Rather than having it still standing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Cooper, for coming on here and giving us your story. Yep. All right, I'm going to walk out the door now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, I, there was a question you asked me a while ago, but I, I don't think I answered it. But you said, like, were you thinking about your parents and everybody else when they got out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about them, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. know how you couldn't, but I forgot to answer that. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, thank you, Cooper. We are here with our last interview. We are with Robin Hayes, which is Cooper's mom. We just listened to his story about how um, the fire hit them and just their whole story. And now we're going to hear Robin's point of view. So, Robin, we'll ask you your first question. (laughs) So, how did your day start, the day of the fires? What was it like? What were you doing? Um, I was exhausted. We had a plane delay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, a plane the delay. The night before, and we didn't get in until late. And, uh, of course, just been exhausted from our trip. And then before that, a bunch of other stuff, emotionally, physically. Anyway, yeah. so I had to go in and trade my car that morning. Did not want to do that. <laughs> anyway, um um, I guess I got home, I sat down, and Stevie called me, that's my husband, and he said, um, is there a fire, and I had, uh, was wanting to relax, so I, like, I go look out the back door, and sure enough, there was a fire, I could see the orange, that usually yeah. it's just smoke, you know, but I could see it, so he told me to turn on the sprinkler systems, and, um, our, uh, water hoses, just let them run, yeah wherever and to tell my mom and dad and actually they just pulled up and they had <clears throat> heard or seen something and so they daddy was doing the same thing helped me get the sprinkler system turned on and then i went inside to get what i'd always planned to get right uh, yeah. so whenever Mommy? whenever you first saw the fire like macy said like when her mom called her she was like we have fires all the time and it never like it just burns the fields and stuff like whenever you saw it were you just thinking it was going to be like that one grass fire y'all had or did you think it was going to be bad when you saw it 
Well, I think anytime I see them, I usually think that it could be either or. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, we've packed one other time before, and so both times it did not get our home. Right. But it's, and so that's frustrating to me. <laughs> to <laughs> but, pack. Uh, to think of the opposite, losing my home, uh, that would be more frustrating. So, yeah, right. Anyway. Yeah. So what did you always plan to pack? Like, what what did you pack? Oh, money. My two favorite bubbles and um, guns and ammunition. Yeah. Not pictures. Yeah. <laughs> but. Which, what were your two yeah. favorite Bibles? Oh, uh, the Founders Bible. And then my, um, oh gosh, I don't, it's a, uh, it's not NIV, but it's something. Anyway, yeah. I don't know what it is. I just, I've yeah. had, that is my oldest one. Oh, yeah. Got all my writings in it you know yeah so why not pictures oh because i just was uh not wanting to have to put them back up (laughs) (laughs) i was i was like oh because it was too much true and i remembered oh yeah (laughs) because y'all have a ton of pictures on y'all's wall (laughs) well and um the guys came in and started with getting all those off the wall i think i might have showed y'all a picture all in the back seat yeah, that was yes. a lot. <laughs> that was so many pictures. <laughs> so after you like got the water hose and stuff, what happened next? Like when did the guys come? Were you home alone for a while? Yeah, I was. And so my parents went ahead and got their water started and the water hoses and then they left because mm-hmm. their little their health is just a little bit, you know. Yeah. And um, so I was kind of running back and forth between our houses, moving water hoses. And um, just then daddy called me and told me to wet the roof of their house. So I did that. And then I don't know. I'd never paid attention to the time. So I don't know the time frame. But um, I know that um, a deputy came by. And then um, uh, how to Highway Patrolman? Right. Uh, whatever his name. I forgot his name. Anyway. And then um, the guys got there, and I think it was uh, Danny Foster and, uh, of course, my husband, Stevie, and then James Morton and Baron and, oh, Terry Rose and his son. Yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> they were there before them. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And um, they, when Cooper got there, um, he was the first one to get there. He was the first one? Well, oh, I thought... uh, yeah, me and... Right? I thought the rose, the roses were there before Cooper. Really? Well, I, I don't think, think so. But really, because Coop jumped on. We were alone. He jumped on the the lawnmower. lawnmower yeah, and started shredding. And then when Terry and them got there, um, we were talking for a minute. And then I turned was you know doing, changing the water, and I turned around and his son was on a mower. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, because yeah, we had a, my parents had one, too. Yeah. yeah. So I really think it was Cooper. That's and smart to, like, get on the lawnmower. I would have never thought yeah, of that. I wouldn't either. have either. Yeah. And we've turned our vehicles around, ready to leave. Like, just the simple little, yeah. Yeah, the little things. time is of the essence. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have to back out of the garage and then right. you, know, you need to be ready to go. Yeah. So was the fire moving pretty quickly or, like? Well, I hardly looked at it until I noticed it was I was in my parents yard backyard and then Mm -hmm. there there it was so yeah I don't know so after like 
y'all started wetting it down and stuff. How close did it get to where y'all were, like, still doing that? Or did y'all, like, leave? Did y'all leave before it got, like, close enough to you to... Before it got near our home, yes, but my parents is right next door, and it was in their backyard. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, coming across the... It's strange how it didn't come from the direction you know i guess the wind kept kind of yes. shifting Switching. so it kind of blew over on the back part of our property you know that 30 acres where the zebras and all are yes. and then came down that fence line oh. and then over to my parents so backyard. it was kind of coming on both sides yeah. yeah and it had already when we left it had already crossed the south side of our our dirt road oh wow and then anyway so what was getting out like when y'all had to leave, when you finally left, okay. what was that like? Um, well, it was a little stressful, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, we tried to go north on our dirt road because we knew the other end was blocked. Yeah. And um, this end was totally covered with smoke. I mean, it was almost from the moment. It was like, of course, it was yeah. right there in my parents' yard anyway. And um, anyway, we got down there and we turned, we had to turn around almost immediately. All, I don't, there were like five maybe vehicles uh, we were in. Oh, wow. And uh, because Terry and Stevie and, oh, Gerardo and his dad yeah. and brother were there. And then Cooper and me. Oh, that's a lot of people. Yeah. And to me in a situation like that i was just concerned about somebody getting ran over or yeah. hitting each of the vehicles you know i mean like when they were stopping because we anyway so we had to turn around come back and um go through a, the pasture across the street from yeah. us mm -hmm. and so stevie was trying to ram it with his I remember <laughs> ram it with his truck rather than get his bolt cutters out yeah. and then um then they start trying to get the lock with some cutters and then uh gerardo and them i think they started cutting the fence and that time i um i had this new car uh -huh. and i had opened the door and it did a safety thing and it wouldn't let me go forward or backward even though it was yeah. i was trying all yeah. the things so Stevie had to come over there and um, figure that out, <laughs> which he did. Uh, um, and then um, we took off Coop, Coop first mm -hmm. and that went through. And I was, there was just barely room to get your vehicle through yeah. those two oh, fence posts. Fence. I yeah. was thinking if it scratches, it's just going to have to scratch. We yeah. can't stop, yeah. you know. And didn't you and Cooper get separated? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I can't remember exactly if he called or and saying where we were, if I called him yeah. anyway. But he was, when I, I think I called him, he's like, where are y'all? <laughs> like, they were worried about us. We were yeah, worried yeah. about them. Anyway, we had to, uh, uh, they were like already on the dirt road and headed towards the lake. Yeah. Like Cleon. Oh, wow. And, and y'all went like the longer way? I guess so. Um, but it was just straight. So I had no <laughs> idea. We did go through some trees. So if they found another thing and they were able to just go Good. like that. Yeah. yeah. And then out. Anyway, but we did have to go through another gate and then go out onto this 
other dirt road, a 309 over there, and it was, as soon as we pulled out, that was scary to me because the fire was right there yeah. on it the side of the road. It was over there, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I guess it had already crossed over, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway. So whenever you went, like, by the fire, could you, like, feel the heat? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, even through your car? Uh-huh. Through the crazy. car? Well, yeah, I was in my car. I wasn't oh, walking. That's crazy. <laughs> that just shows you how yeah. hot it was. I know, I know. And like how windy and mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why I said it like that, but like when Macy was telling us um, her story and how her mom, well, her mom and her aunt were outside and so they could feel the heat and they were like, it was hot. But I, like I knew that you were in your car, but it yeah. just didn't click. I guess I don't know. <laughs> you wanted to, to reiterate. Yeah, I guess so. it was in your car. You yeah. yeah, that's crazy. I know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like after all that happened, where did y'all go? Oh, I think we went to Robbie Joe's house, and y'all made like met back up. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. First. Yeah, first we came in from the Lake Leon area, mm-hmm. and we met at Terry Rose's boat shop. Oh, okay. And then uh, Pastor Pa, he came. Yeah, I called Cooper at that point, oh, and okay. I was like, where are you? He was like, I'm at the boat shop. Okay. He's like, your grandpa's here. I'm like, why is he there? <laughs> <laughs> he, was, you know, he was getting Stevie and maybe Danny, and, and anyway, they all... Uh, left some vehicles there and went together out to Lee and Margie's because Lee and Margie lived on 309 and they weren't leaving. I can't believe they didn't leave their house at all. Oh, yeah. They didn't leave at all. That is insane. Well, they had their water wells set up in a way to where they were like had their own little fire department. Oh. Similarly. And they were wetting down. Oh, that's neat. So they were, you know, of course, risking their lives, but they wanted to stay there and oh wow anyway yeah was it hard to leave your house or was it like just easy to go no (laughs) no No. yeah it was easy i think it might be a little easier for us because uh i would be fine with a smaller home yeah oh yeah cheaper bills cheap not as much maintenance yeah so for years almost ever since Stevie wanted to build that thing. <laughs> I've been like, I had to get, you know, used to the yeah. higher yeah. bills and everything. So I don't know. We And just to know that our lives, we need to be safe. So yeah. you were we just know kind the of ultimate. neutral leaving. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, my mom, she was, she really had a hard time. She yeah. was crying. Yeah. And I mean, I like a little, but I was just thinking it's just stuff. Yeah. Right. I like just had just to keep house. Yeah. material yeah, it things. Is. Yeah, you can't take it all with you anyway when you die. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know. Yeah. So, what were your expectations leaving? Were you like expecting to have it still up or down, or was it just like neutral? I guess. Yeah, I'm not very good at that kind of stuff. Making those, <laughs> um, I uh, I just really thought either way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like well, at I, least it's still standing. Yeah, and, yeah, and all of y'all are safe, and mm-hmm. everything was okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 So, okay. um, I guess, 
Do you have any questions? I don't think so. I can't think of any. I, I was going to ask another one, but I can't think of anything else. I don't think I have any more. Do you have anything else you want to say about anything? Um, I just think, praise God. He's There's the, the lot. That was he's crazy. The lot. He's the lot, isn't he? Yes. Wow. Always so one God. of our lights was off in my office, and as soon as she said, praise God, the light turned on. Yeah. Because you know God is light. <laughs> That's so crazy. No, I just uh, I just think that, um, you know, as you go through things, hard things in life, um, I know God tells us to, uh, you know, trust Him. Yeah. And uh, you can praise Him and be joyful through anything. Yeah. And in doing that, we're stronger to where we can handle anything. Right. And so... Um, and I just, I think seeing what he's doing, taking care of people yeah. and everything, you know, yeah. through, through this fire, mm-hmm. um, you can't help but just be in awe of him. Yeah. Right. So, and how he's brought everyone together, yeah. like everyone checking up on everyone and helping like one Like he really another. has brought the whole community and surrounding mm-hmm. communities together. And if that hadn't happened, then we wouldn't be like that. No. So we get in our own little worlds, kind of like when you and I were texting, mm-hmm. but not get, we're too tired yeah. to yeah. get out get of our out cars of yeah. and just go lean mm-hmm. uh, or get in with each yeah. other or whatever. I mean, that we as a society do too much of that. I agree. Yeah. And um, I just think we don't need to forget these times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know we are trying to do better in our family with relationships and yeah all. yeah well that's awesome yeah. yeah well thank you so much robin we really we really appreciate you coming <laughs> on i messed that up last time <laughs> well thank y'all and um, i'm thinking i want to get famous now yeah yes for, for sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that was absolutely amazing guys just hearing all of y'all's stories and just getting like the real deal yeah like people's actual perspective and like what really was going on like through their minds and like yeah the things they actually had to go through to get out it's insane yeah and just like losing everything and still like being positive and having hope literally and like we're all trusting in god in this situation and it's just amazing to see all of these people trusting in god and praying and helping one another yeah it really warms my heart to see our small little town in texas like come together me too i had to say texas because i'm so proud to be from here me too it's awesome and like even from this county like we've just pulled through together like I don't know, it's brought all of us closer, and like like Brooklyn said, like you just see God in everything. And the amount of on. love everyone's just pouring yes. out to one another. It's yeah. like truly awesome to see, and I'll never forget like no. this moment. Like I'll be telling my kids about Me too. this stuff. Yeah. So that was an amazing episode, and we hope you really enjoyed this. Yes. Because we enjoyed talking to yes. everyone. It's if you've stuck around this long, thank you so much because this kind of is a long episode, but we feel like it's an important, inf- I mean, an important episode. Yeah. It needs to be heard. But um, next week's episode 
is going to be so, so fun. I'm Y'all. super excited for it. <laughs> this is the episode that we have been talking about probably the past four episodes. Or even within episodes. We're like, yes. what about this, this one? Ab- yeah. Yeah. Like, so y- I'm telling you right now, y'all are not ready for this. No, it's going to be so crazy. Nothing, nothing can prepare you for what we're about to talk about. It is, I'm getting chills. I'm like getting excited <laughs> I'm about it. hyping this up yes. so much and you will not be disappointed. No, this is our surprise episode. You don't get to know the name of it or what it's about until the day that you listen to it. All you know is that there's going to be two guests Talon Madison and Peyton Johnson. Talon was on on the conspiracies. He's my cousin. And then Peyton's my husband. So y'all aren't ready. No, it's like it has to do with personal. Ex- okay, we're going to get another, some more detail. But Here's some hints. To, <laughs> it has to do with personal experience, experiences that we all shared in different forms. And um, it's very like in tune with God, I feel like. Yeah, like definitely. Definitely. Has a lot to do with God and stuff. We may have to do a disclaimer at the beginning, maybe. Yes, probably. Because, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. (laughs) I'm telling you. And I'm getting so excited about it. Me too, I already want to do it now. I know, we are filming it the Sunday after y'all get this episode. And then it will be posted that That Thursday. Thursday. And I cannot wait to listen to it. Me either. Because I'm so excited. I can't wait to talk about it. We haven't talked about it in so long. I know. Like, we haven't talked about it in so long. I know. It's been forever. I know. Like, girl, what we're talking about is basically the hot topic of all of our conversations (laughs) for so long. But it's just so good. Like... Yes. Yeah. And so, we... I don't know what else going with that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to know. Oh, I remember. So on Instagram, we'll give you hints on our stories and we'll, we will see if you can try to guess, guess it. We'll give you different like Try to guess our surprise names. episode. Yes. Yes. Ah, I'm excited. <laughs> Me too. So. Oh, actually, I'm excited. I'm super excited. Me too. So, the episode that we did, um, sheesh, I really do think it was, like, three or four episodes ago. Well, I think it was after the sex episode, we were, like, that was just the time it felt right to talk about this episode that we're gonna do. No, it was the fear, anxiety, and depression yes, episode. Yes, that was the one. In the middle of it, we wanted to spill everything. Yes, we but, wanted to talk about yeah, we, our experience. We weren't ready to talk about no. this because it's such a touchy subject yes. and just... I don't so like, crazy people won't believe no, it. No, I don't think God was ready for it to be heard yet. Like, as soon as we finished filming that episode, Brooklyn and I looked at each other and were like, we just need to do the episode. Yeah, we literally both, like, signed from God pretty yeah. much or just a feeling yeah. that we needed to tell and this so story. we wanted to do it for so long. Ever and since I'm that episode. You, it is insane. Yes. Like, literally everything about it. I know. <laughs> okay, I think that's all we have for this episode. Um, with that, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Yes, to give us five stars. Yes, please give us five stars. It really helps. It only takes like two seconds. Yep. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> and be ready for the next episode. Yes, get hype. Next Thursday. Get excited for it. One week from today. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, follow us on Instagram. Oh, yes, at bp.startsummer. 
All right. XOXO, Brooklyn and Piper. Piper.